Hello, friend. You know, sometimes you spend years building your perfect life or what you think is your perfect life. And then something happens and it all falls apart and you feel like your whole life is over because everything you've been working so hard towards is not there anymore. But in fact, it might be not the end, but rather the beginning of your unique life. My name is Olena Maitrek, and today's page of the Bravery Handbook is about a decision that I made eight years ago. Decision that shifted the direction of my whole life. And what makes it truly special to me is that it was the first time ever in my life when I really put myself first. I thought I had it all sorted out. I had a professional degree and a successful career. I was married and me and my husband were coming up on our nine-year wedding anniversary and on our 13 years together. We started dating in college and got married when we were 21 years old. Our family was making good money for a living and a few years prior we bought an apartment and we had a wonderful three-year-old daughter. Perfect life, isn't it? It was March of 2015. I was working on this big project at work and we were getting ready for the launch. In preparation for the launch, me and my two colleagues went on a two-week business trip to Canada. We were working from the client's office. There was this huge desk, open space, and the desk was big enough to accommodate several people. One of my colleagues, a guy who had been working with me on this project from day one, was sitting across the table from me so we could see each other. We were in the final stage of the preparation for the launch. It was supposed to happen in just a few days. I was sitting there and performing some final checks to make sure everything was ready to go, when suddenly I discovered a big issue, like really big. Oh crap, this is not good. It will require way more time to fix it than what we have. We are screwed. This is what I was thinking to myself in that moment. I was sitting there and I didn't really know what to do. I guess my face was showing all these emotions because this colleague of mine who was sitting across the table from me called my name. Hey, Olena, are you okay? What happened? I explained the situation to him and he immediately understood the scale of the problem. Olena, don't worry. We will find a way to fix it together. That phrase, the simple phrase that he said, hit me like a strike of a lightning. I don't even know why, but the thought that crossed my mind immediately was, in my nine years of marriage, I have never, ever heard my husband say anything like this. You know, I had never really thought about whether my marriage was a happy one, a successful one. I remember my mom would come and visit us after my daughter was born. We lived in a different city, so I would ask her to come out from time to time and help me. And she would sometimes mention something like, you know, Elena, something is not right between you guys. You don't seem to be close to each other. You don't seem to be spending enough time together. I don't feel like there is enough connection between the two of you. And I would always tell her, mom, we are fine. We are doing fine. That evening, I came to the hotel from work and I couldn't stop thinking about how not fine we had been doing throughout all those nine years. 
It's like the floodgate of memories had suddenly opened. Me and my husband worked in the same company, but we would never go to or from work together. I would wake up and he would still be asleep. I would come back home and he would be playing video games. I would go to bed and he would be doing something on his computer. We would be sitting in the living room and each of us would be watching a different TV show wearing our own pair of headphones. We were like strangers living under the same roof. We didn't have any common hobbies or interests. We barely talked outside of what's for dinner, who goes to get groceries, or who will take our daughter to the doctor. In my nine years of marriage, there were zero years of true partnership. I suddenly realized, I don't want that. I want better. I deserve better. I deserve to have a level of support in my marriage that is at least of the same level that I get from a colleague at work. Because otherwise there is no point. For the remainder of my two-week trip, I kept thinking and thinking and thinking about this. I remembered all the mistakes that me and my husband had made along the way. I realized all the opportunities that we had missed to build a stronger marriage. I wasn't solely blaming him for it. I was equally blaming myself. We both could have, should have done so much better. I wished I could unthink all of it, but I couldn't. And I returned home from that trip as a different person. I was full of doubts. What do I do now? Do I try to save my family? Do I file for divorce? What do I do now? My husband quickly noticed that something was not right. I guess he could feel me being distant from him as I was trying to figure it all out on my own because he started trying to anticipate my every wish, every desire. What do you want for breakfast, honey? Do you want to go do something this weekend? Do you want to take some rest? Let me take care of this. He would make me coffee in the morning or dinner in the evening. But the more he was trying, the more trapped I felt. It just felt wrong. It felt fake. I was suffocating. Have you ever thought about what the opposite of love is? I had never really thought about it. And if you had asked me several years ago what I thought, I would have likely said hate. But that is not true. The opposite of love is indifference. As long as you feel anything, anything at all, whether it's anger, frustration, sadness, there is still hope because you still care. But once you stop feeling anything, this is when it's over. And this is what happened to me. Those few months after I got home from that business trip killed all the rest of the feelings that I had for my husband. I already knew I needed to file for divorce. I wanted to file for divorce. But then another round of doubts kicked in, this time generously sprinkled with guilt. Because my husband, he's a nice man. He didn't do anything wrong. I cannot do this to him. And my mother-in-law is a great woman. I cannot disappoint her. She will not understand. And my mom will not survive this. Her older daughter, my sister, just got divorced a few years ago. And she doesn't deserve to feel bad again that now her other daughter is going through the same. And my own daughter, she needs a family, right? I can't take away that from her. Every day, all these thoughts circled in my head. 
Every day I would wake up in the morning and I couldn't wait for the night to come so I can hide again in this darkness. Every day I felt like I could barely breathe. One morning I woke up and I felt nothing. Absolutely nothing. I was like a walking dead. No joy, no excitement, nothing. That was the turning point for me. I want to feel again. I want to fall in love again with another man, but most importantly, with the life itself. And my daughter? My daughter does not need a family. She needs a happy family. She needs a family that sets the right example, where mom and dad love each other, respect each other, support each other. And my daughter needs a happy mom, a mom that feels and experiences life. And it is my duty to do that. For her and for me. It is time to get it over with. It is time to take charge of my life. Because it is my life. And I deserve to live it. Fully. The long nine months of doubts were over. Finally, I could breathe again. Thank you for being with me today as I flip another page of the Bravery Handbook. I would absolutely love to hear all about how you liked today's story and what you're taking away from it. Leave a review and let me know. And be sure to connect with me on Instagram and join Bravery Circle, a free space where we'll learn to embrace who we are, maximize our time and energy, and shine in both career and motherhood, as well as any other life endeavor that we choose to pursue. Until next time.